Welcome to Talk Cosmos, the show where Sue Rose Minahan and her panel of guests bring you leading-edge astrology conversations through a journey of soul growth patterns connecting astrology's energetic cycles. Get ready to understand your path in the cosmic roots of the stars. Hello, I'm Sue Rose Finahan, founder of Talk Cosmos, insightful conversations awaken your consciousness, our consciousness, just consciousness. And today is July 30th. We're just getting at the end. We're right in summer. I hope it's going well for people as best as it can. I know weather is intense in many areas. And this particular panel spans the spectrums from England to Hawaii, up to Canada and all across the United States. It's Astro Jam and the summer edition. We've been doing this for a couple of years and this time we've changed a little bit. Gotta have change, right? There's always this new birth happening and we're inside a dynamic events. I mean, events as far as transits that are coming into our consciousness with new nodes, Outer planets and new signs are going backwards soon. We're going to have seven planets backwards. So at this moment, we're going to have two teams, and we'll describe all that. But for right now, we are ready for the mystery chart extraordinaire AstroJam. AstroJam is where planets come to life and speak. Hear cosmic energies talk as they do in our minds and hearts. Always fun, exciting, and revealing, like a music jam full of surprise, this is your cast of Astro Jam. Okay, our first is going to be Marie O'Neill. Give us a little bit about yourself. Hello, everybody. I'm Marie O'Neill. I am an evolutionary astrologer, author of And the Lotus Opened, a memoir, and I am a life coach specializing in life renewal topics. I teach astrology and life coaching at Kepler College. I uh, do astrology readings and also give talks at various astrological conferences around the country. Oh, thank you. And Maria is in Santa Rosa, California. Next on this first team will be Jen Ng from Toronto, Canada. Hi, I'm Jen, and I'm a forecasting astrologer, and I recently completed the School of Traditional Astrology Medical Practitioner Practicum, and I teach at the International Academy of Astrology. Thank you. And Jen is also an uh, expert in Chinese astrology that she has been tutored with for a long time. And last on this particular team, we have Dan Beck from Philadelphia. Well, actually, in Delaware, I'm south of Philly. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, uh, former consulting astrologer, now offline astrology. I rebranded myself. So not consulting for clients. I help astrologers on their journey to uh, parse out all the philosophical, epistemological, yeah, and all the other subjects that intersect with, intersect with astrology, like science and religion and psychology and history. So, you know, if you're an astrologer trying to make your way through all that, um, Dan Beck Offline Astrology. It's innermakeup.net. It's my old website. But 
Um, yeah, and then, but I also do volunteer work. I work with students pursuing their GED, going back to school, and um, some other stuff in my community. I also sing a little bit um, in liturgical and classical settings. A new Renaissance soul. Thank you so much. <laughs> and on the second team, we have Israel Ahosi from London, England, UK. <clears throat> Most certainly, yes. My name is Israel Ahosi. I'm uh, the president, current president of the Astrological Lodge of London. I studied uh, and received a diploma at the CPA, uh, Psychological um, School of Astrology with Liz Green. I also uh, further my studies uh, with the likes of uh, Robert Schmidt, Robert Zola, Robert Hand uh, in the traditional practice. So I like use the both psychological and traditional medieval uh, methods and, and bring them together. I'm also a teacher of astrology. I, uh, run my own uh, academy and I also teach the tarot as well. Thank you, Israel. It's a treat. And we have Justin Crockett Elsie in Port Angeles, Washington. That's right. And if it, nobody knows where that is, that's way out on the Olympic Peninsula, west of Seattle, <coughs> almost on the Pacific Ocean. Yes, my name is Justin Crockett Elsie. I'm an architectural astrologer, I do astrological research. And I'm both a Western and Vedic astrologer, and so I combine both of those in uh, in-depth consultations with clients. I'm currently writing a book on the astrology of death, but it's on mediums, mediumship, and perception, intuition, and the chart. So, and I also teach astrology. So, and thank you. yes, thank you very much. And you, well, okay, there's so much more, but thank you very much. And we also have Sean Kelly from near Shasta, Mount Shasta, California. Hey, everybody. My name is Sean. I, uh, I got involved in astrology back in 1989. And it, interestingly enough, my career took me some 12 years later into uh, doing using astrology for marketing and uh, got involved with tarot.com and drove that business for quite a while, looked at Kelly Fox, Jan Spiller, consulted with several astrologers out there on their marketing and using electional astrology. My favorite things to do in the world, Henry Saucer and several others. Anyway, I do readings at evolutionaryastro.com, that's evolutionaryastro.com, and I'm honored to be here with so many incredible astrologers. Thank you for having me. Well, this is really special, and I'm Sue Rose Minahan, an evolutionary astrologer here in Kailua, Kona, and I do consultations, I, and thrilled to have this great group. So thank you, and we will begin, I think, Nathan, I think we're, yeah. So, you can find the bios at Top Cosmos, but we're going to have two teams today, and each team devised the chart for the second. And this is a new launching pad for Astro.com, for Astro Jam. And I think we'll jump in. And our first team will be Marie, Jen, and Dan. So let's see what they have. Okay. Here oh, we go. Oh, oh, that's me. I have to do it. <laughs> I was waiting for the button. Where's the button? Okay. Oh, these are for everybody, for folks. Okay. And that's also, uh, which is very good. Okay. Oh, whoa. 
Okay. It wow. is. Now, it highlighted our, most of the things that you would look at. Mars, Neptune, Moon, Jupiter, South Node, Pluto, Mercury, Saturn, Chiron, Venus. The others, uh, and we have a little meaningfulness for them. But we can talk about that later. Usually, we just stick to the nine planets. So if that's what you're familiar with, that's okay. So, and as we do this, we speak as the planet. Like, for instance, I'll just start it off because I don't really know. I don't have a clue what this this is, this chart. I am Neptune. I just want to imagine and do something out of the extraordinary. And I want to enact something extraordinary. I just wish I could just motivate something very deep that was like traveling that was very connected to some action. I'm just, I'm a little confused. How can the vertex be in the first house? I'm not sure. Because the vertex is where the uh, prime vertical uh, intersects the ecliptic. Well, usually it's it's the the anti, anti yeah, it's the anti-vertex. It's on the west, east, west side. Yeah, because you see the vertex in the seven. I know, but it says vertex. I know. Well, okay, yeah, somehow. Okay. That's okay. Don't sorry. just focus on the big sorry. ones. Like I was, okay. ne- we're speaking. I, I mean, I think that the, the main thing, you know. The, no, just uh, be just, the planet. Be the be planet. The planet? Be okay, the well, planet. I'm the north node Okay. I, in Pisces. I think that um, that's very radical because we have the, um, if this is the anti-vertex, you have um, Neptune going over all that. So I get, I don't know if this is a public chart or just a regular person, but I get the thing that comes out for me is like homebody, sort of either a wash at home or, and this is probably transiting right now, or somebody who is kind of like in a fishbowl at home, either a happy clam or maybe feels, um, you know, the sort of standard Piscean, Neptunian mm. themes um, really coming to the mm. fore at this moment with this chart. Well, nice. I am Mars in Sagittarius. And I actually, I'm, I'm very passionate about higher thought. I'm passionate about the truth in a specific way. I'm passionate about the truth of the big T. What is truth? And I keep going. I, I'm i not necessarily religious. However, I have nothing against religion. I do, however, feel that if I am, if I, I, I gain a lot of my wisdom from being in relationship with others, having those intimate relationships with my close friends. And I query them all the time. They actually get tired of me querying them about <laughs> life and and what their perception of God is and the universe and where it started. And I do a lot of research in that area. Yes, and I am Sun and Cancer combust Mercury, <laughs> and I draw a lot of my vitality and enthusiasm from being busy, 
nurturing and having fun. I, I feel like I need to nurture creativity. And I'm very busy doing this because I am also moon in Libra with Jupiter. So I have these big ideas that I need to balance and be in harmony. Well, I am certainly a powerful person and I pull a lot of, I draw a lot of powerful people to me because I am Pluto in Virgo and I, I come from a past of being quite powerful in relationship. I know that everything revolves around the sun, but the sun doesn't necessarily, that part of me really doesn't necessarily hold the power. I hold the power in relationship, in what, how the relationships are developed. And um, I'm, every, everything has to go through me. I am also Uranus with Jupiter and Moon. So I have these dynamic flashes of insight that may occur in relationships or consultations. Um, Folis, who, you know, the lid comes off and the centaurs go crazy. So that <laughs> let, let um, helping everybody let loose. Uh, and that is on one of my angles. So there you go. <laughs> so that, yeah, I seem to be the, the wine and the Piscean, I North node, um, I guess anti-vertex is coming in uh, this Piscean wine, letting the lid off theme. I am Saturn. And I am grounded, despite all the great, powerful, extraordinary ideas that just flood through me and the people. I hold on to some sense of strong purpose of, 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 of meaningfulness and, and try to bring reality to things. It, it's rather, it's, it's a task. Hmm. Well, I am the South Node in Virgo, and in the past, in my prior incarnation, I was really quite critical. I, but I was the person who could create all the systems and the methods and tell people what to do. Um, you know, anyone who was in my intimate, uh, intimate world, I was the go-to person who could answer everybody's questions and tell them how to do whatever it is they needed to do. However, that also caused me a problem because my ego, of course, got pretty used to that and uh, pretty big. I am Neptune with Mars in the ninth house and my energy is super big. I need to talk to people i'm motivated to be on a platform maybe on a podium i'm motivated about other cultures and beliefs that have to do with spirituality but i'm also saturn in the second and i have this drive to build my own resources i 
I could have been born into harder economic circumstances, but I'm driven to overcome that and build my own empire. Um, I'm Hygieia at two Gemini in the third house. And I've been talking to people about how to improve and clean up the neighborhood. That was true. Yeah. I like it. So letting, you know, the wine and cleaning up the neighborhood um, and seeing the future in that, because apparently Sharik Lo has future, you know, is the companion to um, the wife of uh, Chiron. You know, she, Melanie Reinhardt, she it abide, abides with us and with him. Um, so the, this idea of trying to see the future, you know, through the Piscean kind of um, revelatory uh, vision. So, and I am Chiron in the first. So my wound is very much related to trying to get this identity that I know I have a voice, that I know I have beliefs, and and have this purpose of healing out to the world and it's 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 always a uh, um, i'm looking for those relationships and people even though i'm it's me it's like it's my it's it's a it's a complex thing i'm lilith in leo in the fifth and that connects with my Chiron in Aries in the first to do with what I didn't get satisfied and my identity. Hmm. Well, I am Vesta in Cancer in the fourth, and I am the one who keeps the home fires burning. I am the one who is the keeper of the flame, and I'm very nurturing with anyone who is in my home environment. But this is my roots. This is where I come from. I am a devotee of the goddess. I'm Jupiter, I don't know if we did this yet. I'm Jupiter Uranus on you know, the cardinal point of zero, Ari, uh, zero Libra. The, you know, it's commonly called the Aries point. But uh, I bring, uh, knowledge and sudden insights to the world at large. And I, I am Venus that rules or disposits moon and Jupiter and Uranus. So I love to bring that into talking with people. I love chit chat. I love conversations. And that has to do with my nurturing because I'm also mercury combust in a closing phase so there's a lot of intuition that comes with my mercury combust but in are the you sure you want to receive me receive that jupiter uranus you sure you want to take it in venus and aries <laughs> <laughs> no, no i know exactly really. i don't <laughs> but i love how i love how as Mercury, I'll take Venus. Mm. Oh, this is great. I love mm. this. <laughs> shall we shall we find out what this chart is? Yes. Have can we I oh, guess. Okay. Go first? I know Nathan, can I, can I guess? Yeah, guess. Go ahead and guess. 
Marie? Yeah, it well, I know that it has to be about 1968, 69, mm. uh, when this chart was um Mm -hmm. this this event was born mm -hmm. um and i think about what was going on in 68 and 69. Mm -hmm. i mean we had a we had a heck of a revolution going on here mm -hmm. in the country oh god uh, i wonder the, if it was something like woodstock wouldn't that be amazing yeah yeah that oh was oh my going, gosh yeah because well, that was going on but it but also what happened in 68 but Jupiter's, but, but Pluto's only 23 degrees. Yeah. That's the problem. It's got to be earlier than that because mm -hmm. Jupiter and Uranus were conjunct at, um, in, oh, that was in Virgo. Yeah. So it would be after that. No, well, I think Pluto yeah. entered Virgo yeah. was the late fifties. So. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah it yeah, would be. Yeah. Well, let's find out. Let's let, we only right? have five minutes. Okay. okay. This is a person I feel like. Because Justin did a talk recently on mediums and he's doing a book. And I think, I'm hoping this is some medium, but I don't know. Maybe you this is find a, the, who was the man who visited the queen who was the oh. American, like he was on the stage and Rasputin, he would heal. No. Yogananda? <laughs> Yogananda. No, no, he was a, no, he was an American who had like a big church following and. You know, okay. this could also be when uh, Martin Luther King got killed. Oh, well, that's true too. Yeah, but I we didn't look at the death in that sense. I'm going to stop here. I'm going to just mention this briefly because we only have five minutes. Um, if that we have centaur full fallists who store the wine like Dan picked up so great, and it was as sim it represents turning points, changing catalysm. And then Priapus is a point like Lilith, but it's the opposite counterpoint. I had not realized that. Justin uses it a lot. And it involves also the distance of the moon. So it's something, and it's our assertive side versus the receptive. And Charilical, if I'm not even saying yes. this right, Dan yes. got told this right. She is the wife of Chiron and a friend of Vesta and represents, um, Sean uses it a lot represents the many things but the preservation of our own domain or it's gentle and it's a shapeshifter it's healing compassion and then of course we have eris which is inclusion and exclusion and i'm going to go to the next one let's get everybody nathan let's find out our <laughs> part what? Of that, so can i tell you what it is yes tell us. Okay, so, so to give you all our Spot on, because you're right. It, it involves a very important person. And when you use words like it has to go through me and I have to be on the stage. OK, <laughs> drum roll. This is this is the moment when Neil Armstrong set his foot on the moon. No way. Oh, <laughs> it's not the lunar landing. It's actually later on when he put his foot That's on the moon. Oh, and that was 1968, wasn't it? 1969. So cool. July 10th, yeah. July okay. 20th, 1969. Oh, yeah. wow. So that that Mars and Neptune is what yeah, you were yeah, talking yeah, about. Yeah. Fortune is in the 10th. Yeah, with Juno. Oh. 
And I noticed that Juno, and I, we didn't talk about it. And I might ahead. also say, because we know his time of birth, Neil Armstrong time of birth, he was born August 5th, 1930 at 1231 AM. Right. His moon is smack dab on the mid heaven of this chart in Sag. Wow. Mm. Wow. Wow. Yeah, yeah. You guys so he was on the, the Neptune yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The Neptune Mars is so prevalent that in that so chart. Cool. And and you guys all picked up on that. You know, the podium, the podium was the moon, you know, and, <laughs> and, 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 and all, you know, and, was feeling that nice. abundant. You and, know? and when you, and when wow. Ray says, oh, it has to go through me and me, humanity, yeah, yeah, yeah. he was that humanity, yeah. humanity's yeah. representative on that wow. planet. Wow. wow. Nathan, can we see that chart again, please? And that's nice, nice Dan, because yeah. you picked up on the Aries point too, right? That's like something yeah. very public. I'm not, yeah, yeah, I'm interested. Yeah. I, I wonder. I was really into the Pisces thing, but I might have bombed that. So. No, <laughs> but you the, gave. Um, yeah. Well, that's an interesting thought because I, just, it I was wonder. You, yeah, the sort dance, of excuse yeah. me. It was yeah. universal when you think yeah. of all the perfection that involved and the trans uh, transmutation. But this was right at the ascendant and it's also universal and, and well, with that world point so i think you were right spot on it that was oh, oh absolutely dan you went jumped right, right to the anti vertex and there's actually a grand kite to the okay. anti vertex uh, yeah. you see that grand kite yes. like mm, you, you know wow. like, like, uh, jennifer was speaking to 28 sun and yeah, Jennifer, you were you were in the right direction, but it's really the mm. courage. Imagine the courage to step into space mm. and onto yeah. another entity. Yeah. You know, that's huge. Yeah. yeah, but I think I think also though, you know, we're talking about a person here, but we're also talking about the moon. And there was a lot of this is almost like an event that involves the moon and and Neil Armstrong and humanity. So it's yeah. like, that moon is very strong there, conjunct Jupiter Uranus. So you, all of you were talking about that mother so too. Mother, give nurturing. us the, give us exact details. What was the date and the time? July twentieth, nineteen sixty nine, at ten fifty six a.m. Eastern Standard Time, and we used Cape Canaveral because that's where the rocket right. took off. Wow! Right. Thank you. That is well, beautiful. This person oh, was definitely wonderful. a devotee of the mother. Yeah. <laughs> I saw it on TV. It was amazing. Yeah, I was just after high school and I'm sitting there and a friend was visiting and we all smoked cigarettes then and he had a cigarette in both hands like this. We were I noticed him later. I was like, "Oh my gosh." It, yeah. So, I don't I quit. I I love also with Chiron in the first there were a lot of obstacles and losses to get to there too so that right, Chiron yeah. first yeah like but think about that north node in pisces mm -hmm. yeah first that's huge it is that that's right that's why i was thinking it really was spot on because it's the universal beyond yeah the, the collective right right mm -hmm. 
And and one of the other things I, I wanted to, to use this chart is because there's an important transit happening with this chart this coming year with yeah. over the next two years with the south node, current south node and north node moving through Libra and Aries. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. As we're about ready to go back to the moon with the two more two more crews, yeah. um, it's going to cross over that Chiron Venus point in the next year and a half and also over the moon Jupiter Uranus points mm. there. Well, yeah. thank you, everybody. We're just at the time yeah. now where we take our half break. And just to let our audience know, this is five times, four times a year whenever there's a fifth week. And there are five weeks in a month as far as Sundays. And so this is the summer edition of Astro Jam. And I do apologize because I just, when I typed this up, I just saw Vertex. But just to tell everybody, the anti-Vertex is always on the eastern side and the vertex is always on the western side so we'll get this clear but we have this wonderful cast of folk jennifer ing dan beck marie o'neill justin elsie sean kelly and israel ahosi and myself sue minahan we'll be back stay we take a break from this week's edition of Talk Cosmos, let's take a look at this cycle's archetype. We are currently in the Yang period of Leo, ruled by the solar sun. Having departed from a cycle based on the internal process of emotional attachments requiring security and safety, the energy of Leo externally manifests our legacy through children and artistic creations. As a fixed Yang fire sign that desires to ignite actualization, Leo the Lion takes the risk to generously exhibit love and welcome all to share their stage with joyous pleasure for living life. This is Martha Nurwak. Every Sunday morning, beginning at 9 a.m., thanks in part to the Ananda Institute of Living Yoga, we cover the world of animals. This week, August 6th, it's Shelter Rescue Sanctuary and anything that helps our Animal Friends Sunday. We'll check in with our regulars, Meow Cat Rescue, Help Animals India, Seattle Dogs Homeless Program. Plus, we'll talk to the Ananda Institute of Living Yoga about all the great events and classes coming up there this month. Hope you can join us for Martha Nurwak's Animal World, Sunday morning, 9 a.m. to noon, right here on Alternative Talk, a.m. 1150. Talk Cosmos brings you leading-edge astrological conversations with hour-long programs each week on KKNW. The show goes live every Sunday from 1 to 2 p.m. Pacific. Talk Cosmos weekly programs are also available to watch live on Facebook and YouTube, along with daily chats throughout the week on the Talk Cosmos YouTube channel. While you're there, make sure you click like and subscribe buttons so you can get the full Talk Cosmos experience. Or, if you'd rather listen to the show archives with audio only, the entire podcast collection since 2018 is available on most podcast carriers. So, grab your coffee, tea, or kombucha and enjoy the show. Need help getting started with self-help? You came to the right place. Alternative Talk, 1150. Hi. We have returned, and this is just a moment we always give in about 15 seconds, really quick, some primary 
whatever focus you would like people to know about. It could be your consultations in your website. That's great. Or it could be some special event that you're doing, but it's just snap, snap, snap. And I'll start off saying that next week, <clears throat> there's some kind of clicking. Does somebody have a clicking thing happening? Can oh, maybe it's like just a bird. birds. Oh, I love birds. Okay. I've got birds here. All right. I closed the window. Sorry about that. (laughs) Hawaii. We have all the birds. Yeah. Next week we have Adam Gainsburg on Talk Cosmos. Talk Cosmos. (laughs) And and it'll be about Venus retrograde, tying up all that wonderful experience that we're having. And last week, I gave a talk at OPA, which will be at the end of here, that if anybody wants to purchase either through OPA, is $15 about the upcoming in three years Scorpio Venus star point. It's something to consider. So that's me. Next. Uh, uh, okay. Jen, what do you have? I will be starting my course on introduction to four pillars at the international academy astrology in september and then i'll be part of a healing wellness retreat with padma life coaching with marie o'neill in october so i'm very excited to be a part of that oh goody okay and dan i don't really have anything to announce that's coming up because i'm offline remember offline astrology but i guess i would like everybody to think about i've been reading through planets and transit and some of the introductory uh pages with rob hand and talking about procession and whereby one might process natal planets um you know at a variable rate which is called nutation but how that might have implications for transit especially outer planet transits uh, but also processing mm-hmm. return charts. I'm very interested in this. So not so much what I'm doing, but an idea to put out there for everybody to consider. Super. Sean, how is, what would you like to share? Oh, you know, I really don't have anything astrologically focused to share. However, uh, we got some interesting upcoming transits. I'll say that. <laughs> uh, but, <you> know, <laughs> my work is on the businesses I'm involved with and uh, managing this land that I'm so fortunate to to steward. So thank you. Okay, you're welcome. And everybody has on their sites issues and not issues, but uh, okay, we'll just lead on. Justin. I know you're well, doing. <laughs> yeah, so I uh, I do in-depth astrological consultations, and so uh, people can get a hold of me through my website. I'm also going to be a part of the um, uh, Marie O'Neill's amazing um, healing uh, event coming up in October, and I'll be doing a talk on um, relationships, and it'll be somewhat connected to our relationships with the spirit world. Okay, because uh, we're always dealing with spirit, you know, the, our in-person relationships. But this one's going to be about sort of that across the divide. Yeah. Are you doing Ask an Astrologer still? I have it through. Yes, I am. Okay, I'm fine. Doing- All right, Marie, let's hear about you. Ah, yes. Hello, everybody. I'm Marie O'Neill again. And yes, I am producing a virtual healing retreat, which I actually produce twice a year. And the theme changes with every retreat. The one coming up is October 17th and 18th. It will be online. Tickets will be sold through Eventbrite. The theme for this retreat is transforming relationships. And I chose this theme because we have 
the nodes that have just changed, mm. Venus is on the stage. So, yes. Beautiful. Thank you so much. And Israel. Yes. Um, uh, well, at the moment, my website is actually down because it's been yeah. uh, transferred from one web uh, provider to another. So it's sort of like in transition. Um, there has been a bit of delay around it, but hopefully it should be up in the next few weeks. Um, and I will be starting my own personal uh, courses in mid-September, mid, mid to the end of September, sort of like the second, third week in September. And I've got a number of courses that I'm gonna be starting. Uh, one is gonna be astrology for beginners. I will be teaching uh, traditional medieval uh, uh, with a touch of modern contemporary, uh, you know, astrology and looking at the psychological, um, you know, manifestations of, of you know, how, how a chart is. Uh, there will also be uh, some or other classes that will be more for like, uh, uh, you know, intermediate, advanced level, and there will be various topics, and all that will be on my website. And I'll also be starting a few um, tarot uh, courses, also for beginners and intermediate level. You know, all in September, and all that will be on my website in the next few weeks, hopefully. So, oh, good. All right. Now we are ready to have our second. Uh, second. So we're only going to have now, Sean. Justin and Israel, and the rest are going to wait. Okay, we'll see you guys later. Here we go. And this is the second chart. They really gave okay. it to you. And I think, yeah, I had to find out on the goodie. You can see Uranus, Pluto, Saturn, Mars, yeah. Neptune, Moon. Moon at 29. Oh, wow. Scorpio. wow. Okay, <laughs> where do we yeah, start? <laughs> well, I'll do Vesta. I'll okay. do Sun all Vesta. Right. And all that's right. all I'm going to do. I'll let you play with okay. it. I am your, am I in the unconscious or am I in fantasy world? Or where is my foundational hearth? I've got a lot to consider here. I'm going to be Jupiter in Aquarius uh, in the, oh, it's in the 10th. Um, so I am looking for meaning, uh, expansion. Um, um, I'm looking to bring a philosophical, somewhat spiritual, um, uh, you know, picture. Um, I, I want to paint uh, um, a picture of, of, of meaning, of ethics, of morals, um, and expand it uh, in the area of career. I want it to be public. I want it to be seen. <clears throat> I want to be in a place where I am noticed uh, for something that has great meaning and spiritual significance. I am Saturn at 15 Virgo in, at the M's at the IC. I am, I, I am put together. I, that's how I nurture myself. Everything is put together. My out, my outfits, if I had something to wear, would be always put together. Um, I, I am. Uh, uh, I have. I have. I have firm boundaries around those things. 
Um, and uh, I, uh, uh, yeah, I might come off as fake, but mm, the way I'm put together, it's real. And um, I'm Uranus in the zero degrees Cancer um, in the first house there. And so I, I look at family from an out from a outsider's point of view here i am more apt to take in my neighbor as a part of my family and because i'm in the first house i'm unusual in this perspective where i could take in individuals that are not blood relatives but i consider them family i build my own family and nurture them in an unusual way i am oh okay i i am venus in aquarius in the ninth house i am the goddess of love beauty and values and since i am placed in the ninth house i have a tremendous love for things of uh foreign identity i love traveling um i love foreign people foreign music um i also have a great love for higher education things that you know expand our minds and bring us to places beyond everyday um uh, uh things um i also have a love for people or i'm attracted to people from various uh parts of the world um yes that's me venus <laughs> I am Pluto in Leo, and I am iconic. I I I'm going to direct everything. I am I am uh, uh, my my voice or my presence, if you will, uh, 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 is is full of leadership. Uh, but I consider the Aries and Hades stuff. I'll leave it at that. Iconic. And I am Chiron at 21 degrees, uh, conjunct Hygieia at 17 degrees, Sag, in the seventh house. My wound and, and challenge of what I'm dealing with in life is I need my, my independence and my space within relationships. I do not like to be put in a box. I need that space. I need to be independent but I'm also learning in this life of how to align my belief systems with my relationships. And I'm also, because I have this particular conjunction of Chiron Hygieia, I'm actually the doctor archetype when it comes to um, belief systems and relationships and healing uh, beliefs in relationships and philosophy when I, and with others. I am Mercury. No, it is not Mercury, right? That's <laughs> uh, I am Mercury in Pisces. I am the chart ruler, uh, being that it's Gemini rising. I am in Pisces, which is the sign of my fall and detriment. However, I am placed in the 10th house, so I wish to be seen. Um, I speak out when I speak, it is heard. It is something that becomes public. 
However, because I'm in the sign of Pisces, I am gifted with the arts of poetry, music. Um, I tend to think on a more um, somewhat altruistic, perhaps spiritual, uh, um, you know, somewhat perhaps outside the box um, is the way that I communicate. But when I do, um, I paint a picture that is there for everybody to be seen. All right, I didn't see the access there, so I was a little confused. So that uh, that uh, Saturn, I'm there teaching to uh, teaching how to create and 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 everything squared away and how I create. Pluto, Pluto trying Sarah. So I'm going to play Sarah's here. Uh, I am here to nurture everyone having fun, and I'm going to make sure you have fun. I am all about fun, iconic fun, man. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> love it, love it, love it. Well, how do you follow that one up? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm going to go with this whole stellum here with Mars, South Node, and Neptune and Vertex. I am very, with Mars and, and Libra there, I'm, the way I take action is I try to strive for balance and I strive for objectivity. I am objective. And because the South Node is my, innate nature what i come into this life with i'm i'm a lover more than maybe more than a fighter at times i need to be but in my own nature it's all about relationships here the vertex point neptune so i could in some ways um put others before myself and also lose myself within relationships and so I'm very objective and strive for that balance and harmony in relationships. I am Cupido uh, in Virgo in the fourth house. Um, yes, I go around and shooting my arrow for people to fall in love. However, I've got the big boss right behind me there, Saturn. So he's going to be restricting me a little bit and giving me some, you know, authoritative uh, guidance. Uh, but I'm in the fourth house, so there is something perhaps about um, my ancestral background, um, the family where I'm from, where we deal with, um, uh, we have to deal with issues around the people who we fall in love with. Um, we uh, often encounter perhaps relationships that could be somewhat considered fatalistic in some kind of way. Um, and that is me, Cupido. I am Mars in Libra conjunct the South Node. And I know how to make everything okay. In fact, that's what I'm all about. I'm going to make everything okay. No matter how how uh, heavy things might be, no matter how wackadoodle Jupiter might be at twenty two Aquarius, <laughs> or my twenty two, my twenty nine Moon in Scorpio, it's all okay. I know how to put a nice bow on everything and make it look gorgeous. And I'm gonna go with the Moon. I have to. I'm a Cancer, so you know that Moon in Scorpio conjunct Pallas in scorpio in the sixth house i actually 
have some skill sets for health here. Again, <laughs> it's highlighted by the Chiron Hygieia conjunction. But the moon in the sixth house in Scorpio with Pallas, I see patterns in health. And I'm learning at a more personal level here, personal level here, to dealing with difficult um, emotions and relationships, especially when it comes to health. And I also uh, will attract people who need to be transformed and, and go through um, experience of, of life and death. Very intuitive about health. And I'm learning that I can't control everything that goes on in the area of work and health. I will add on to that or take up from that. And I will be Pallas Athena in Scorpio, uh, schooled in the art of uh, strategy, war. And being that I'm in, I'm in the sign of Scorpio, uh, which is ruled by Mars, and Mars here is also in Libra in the fifth. Um, I am, because I'm in the sixth house, I am skilled or equipped with um, the way of dealing with wounds, health. Um, so I have an ability to, uh, uh, to, to heal um, and do it also in a way um, bring in aspects of creativity because of the Mars in the fifth in Libra. Um, and I'm able to um, heal people, whether it's an emotional, physical, psychological wound, I have the strategy in order to, um, if you want to say, regenerate and, um, you know, uh, that, that Scorpio energy of, you know, revitalizing life. I am Venus in Aquarius at the point of Thales for the nodes and in trine with Mars. Um, and man, I am, as bizarre as it might be, I am like, I am the teacher. I am the teacher. And I'm going to play off of that, the teacher archetype here, and, and accentuate that with uh, Jupiter and Aquarius. Jupiter and Aquarius means that I seek and grow through knowledge and teaching and wisdom, conjunct my part of fortune. I'm happiest when um, things are idealistic. But Jupiter in the 10th house, I'm going to be seen, but I'll have to, because I'm being opposed by Pluto and Leo, I will have to deal with ego and um, looking at the higher values here. And um, I actually have the archetype of Jupiter and I will be seen. I will be noticed by quite a few probably in the collective. Oh, are you, is Sue talking? We can't, we can't hear you. Are you on mute? Can't hear you, Sue. Ah, oh, we can't hear you, see. <laughs> I saw your lips moving, but no words. <laughs> oh, my issue? Oh, there you are. There, oh, you, there are. you are. Did I hear you there? That... Can you hear me now? Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. I was just saying, shall we Shall we decide what it is? Do you want to take a few minutes and then we'll invite the, then no. we'll, we'll get everybody onto it? Yeah. 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 Okay. This had to be like in the fifties. It's some like, it's some personality, I mean, or something that's like publicly seen, you know, that's it, yeah. like teaching people yeah. how to have fun. 
Yeah, you know, I, like that. yeah. I agree. It has to be in the 50s, uh, probably more so mid 50s because Pluto's at 16 degrees Leo. 16 degrees, yeah, yeah. Uh, Early though. It's the, right. the, ba the baby boomer generation. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, um, and I just wanted to add ju just with the Lilith and the North Node in Aries conjunct there, uh, there seems to be something quite, uh, although the sun is in Pisces, but there seems to be something spearheading and 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 it's spearheading for the benefit of the collective in some kind of way um you know with 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 the aries and it's it's got to be done in a very creative way um in, in in you know in a playful way in some kind of way maybe to do with entertainment or or or, 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 or you know um you that is so spot on. I happen yeah. to know what chart this is because oh, they okay. shared it. And so many things that you've talked about, and they'll come on and you'll talk about the, the yeah. iconic part and the fitted outfits and all that. Yeah. It is so current right outfit. now. And, and <laughs> you'll find out because just to share with our audience, we choose charts that are pretty relevant for now, even though, of okay. course, yeah. their inception may have been behind. Yeah. Well, it happens to be... Barbie doll. Oh man! Because <laughs> it's not the movie. It's the Barbie doll. It was back in oh. it's in 1959. I never did play with Barbie dolls, but anyway. Yeah, okay. Okay. But I'm sorry, Barbie. But no. Anyway, and so. Oh wow! And uh, both we can have everybody on now, Nathan, if you'd like. Yeah. The whole gang. That was so a lot this of was, fun. So this was at what specific date and time could, uh, around the oh, Barbie doll? It was March 9th. March 9th. Jen and Marie. Marie, you came up. What was it? March? Yeah, it's March 9th, 1959, I believe. Yeah. It was mm -hmm. when Barbie was introduced to the world in New York City at an, a toy mm. fair. Yeah, nine thirty oh, oh, a.m. Nine thirty a.m. Uh, right. Sorry, ten. Uh, I think nine thirty a.m. Yes, no, no, no. Manhattan. Oh, no, 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 no. This is a different chart, folks. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, okay, right. Yeah, right. what? You say again, uh, Jen. I'm sorry. What? Repeat uh, what you were saying. Yeah. So Marie was saying it. Barbie doll on Astro Diance, uh Her full name at ten a.m. March 9th, nineteen fifty. Nine. In Mannheim, New York. Oh, Mannheim. Okay, thank it, you. And you found that on because I never did get the exact, exact chart right. uh, timing and details. Otherwise, I would have put it on, folks. But yeah. that was March 9th, 1959, at Mannheim. How do you spell that in New York? Yes. M A N H E I M. And her full name is Barbara Millicent Roberts. <laughs> and she was named after Ruth Handler's daughter, Barbara, and Ken after her son, Kenneth. Wow. And uh, she's from a fictional town called Willows in Wisconsin, where she attended high school. But the, the astrological, like the, 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 the things you picked up were correct. I loved how Israel, you talked about how she communicates and outside yeah. the box, because she literally yeah. comes outside of I a box. <laughs> I know, and, I know. And, and <laughs> outside of the box, and it's all mm -hmm. visual. It's pictorial, right? Yeah, and, yeah exactly. Um, you talked about Cupido and love, and I love how Sean talked about iconic fun. 
Yes, yeah, yes. And then Venus in Aquarius, how it's unusual. It is a bazaar because it's socializing yeah. through dolls. And then That's Justin right. talked about relationships, and she's all about Barbie and all her friends. And <laughs> somebody talked about some in the 11th house and community and home, and she's in everybody's home. Oh, well, yeah. You know, who loves her. But some other it's, interesting things is the first black Barbie debuted in 1979. Oh, see, this is fascinating, all of this. Thank you so much. What great teamwork. You guys are, all of you, wonderful. Love you, and thank you. This is Sue Rose Minahan. Thank you for joining us on Talk Cosmos, the show where Sue Rose Minahan and her panel of guests connect soul growth patterns with the energetic cycles of astrology. Be sure to tune in next Sunday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time to continue your journey through the roots of the cosmic pathway.